to Bernier in the middle. Bernier sees Felipe open. Felipe runs. Felipe says the vial. The vial is open. The vial shoots. Oh, right, right. It's up. The woodworks. Welcome to a brand new edition of Above the Woodworks. I'm Kevin Nagame, and today on the show, we're going to talk about the Amway Canadian Championship. Yes, we're going to talk about the Voyager's Cup, and we have to talk about that. Steven Sandor, live from Edmonton, beat reporter for DFC Edmonton, and editor of Plastic Pitch Digital Magazine. You can get that uh, magazine on iTunes, on Google Play Store. It's available for the iPads and the Android tablets. So, first of all, Get that magazine. Great, great read. And second of all, we talked about the FC Edmonton, the Yetis. Uh, what kind of condition the pitch is? What kind of condition the stadium? Is it going to be cold? Is it going to be rainy? What kind of team Edmonton has? And what kind of actual chances does Edmonton has? And do they take it seriously? We talked about all that with Steven Sandor. So we'll have about that. The Montreal Impact had a bye week this weekend. So you know what? They did not lose. But they did not win either. It was a still great preparation for that tournament that starts tomorrow night. And as well, there's Vancouver and Toronto starting in Toronto tomorrow night. And then BC plays the second leg. And the winner of those two, two away and home series will face each other in a home and away series for the Voyagers Cup, the most important trophy in soccer in Canada. Are you going to tell me it's the only one? Well, yeah, you're right. So without further ado, I bring to you, live from Edmonton, Mr. Stephen Sandor at D11CA on Twitter. Hospitality. Welcome back to Outward Works. It's with great pleasure that I'd like to welcome Stephen Sandor, uh, editor of Plastic Pitch Magazine and beat reporter for FC Edmonton. How are you doing, Stephen? I'm doing fine, thanks. All right, so first of all, Montreal Impact are traveling as we speak to Edmonton to face Dietes. What can you tell us, uh, just at a glimpse, about Dietes? Well, the Eddies are preparing for Montreal. They rotated their squad, actually. They lost to Fort Lauderdale and are rooted to the bottom of the NASL table. They've only got one point out of four games, but they rested a lot of players on Saturday. Uh, so they didn't start the, close to what would be the A lineup. They've put a real, uh, obviously, they've put a real premium on the cup, on doing well in the cup and, and showing well against MLS opposition. So some of, all of the guys who, who scored against Ottawa in the preliminary round, didn't start on Saturday. They uh, they came in as subs later in the game, but they didn't start. So um, Colin Miller, the Edmonton's coach, is, was being a bit cagey, and he's really looking forward to getting a fresh squad versus Montreal, which is key because Edmonton, obviously, with the last two rounds against Ottawa, have been playing two games a week now. This will be the third week running that they'll be on a Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday schedule. Montreal obviously coming off of a rest period. 
has got a huge advantage that way in terms of uh, coming into Edmonton and being a little fresher. Edmonton's going to have to be dealing with uh, with their legs. Um, the, the, the most dangerous player against Ottawa was Hanson Bolokai, the 17-year-old who uh, has played for Canada at the under-17 level. And I think a lot of people who follow Canada's national team know that knows that he's going to be one to watch in the future. He's already had his trials out in Germany, may leave soon to go play in Germany. But right now, still a member of FC Edmonton and set up uh, two goals and scored another against Ottawa on Wednesday and uh, was the, our, the best player on the pitch. And Ottawa was better than Edmonton for long periods of the game, but uh, they couldn't find an answer for Hansen, and that was the big key in the game. Daryl Fordyce is Edmonton's leading scorer. He scored twice last week. Scored as a sub after he came in against Fort Lauderdale. It wasn't enough, but it was a, a pretty neat little backheel goal that he scored. So he's good around the goal, a Northern Irish uh, player and uh, someone to, to look out for. And those will be the two key guys in attack because always the question on, on Edmonton is, can they score goals? They've only scored two goals in the league all year long in four games. Hmm. Scored three against Ottawa last last week, which, you know, for for Edmonton is, is an explosion. And would you consider the Amway Canadian Championship uh, a target for FC Edmonton? Do they actually really want to do well or do you think it has a chance to impeding their season even more? Uh, no, it's not just a target for FC Edmonton. It's a target for NASL. Uh, NASL really encourages their teams to do well in both the Canadian Championship and the U.S. Open Cup because, let's face it, for NASL, anytime one of their teams beats an MLS team, it's something they can put on the website and brag about and say, look at us. You know, we're not that small little league. You know, there is a, an intense... I wouldn't, Maybe MLS uh, supporters aren't as, as aware of the rivalry. I think Montreal and Vancouver supporters probably more than most people around North America, simply because of the team's NASL histories, mm-hmm. uh, are aware that there is, you know, some friction between the leagues. Uh, they're not, they're not wonderful friends, and uh, that uh, that obviously, it's 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 a big thing for for Edmonton. I mean, when you're selling a uh, this team to a, to an audience, and you're still trying to to earn fans to be able to say, look, we are going deep against MLS opposition. Um, we showed well against Vancouver last year. We didn't win, but we played well, and we didn't look like we were out of their league. That those are those are key things to be able to sell to your fans, as well. That ability to be able for Edmund, for for fans in Edmonton to see MLS opposition, and you know that dream, that possibility of maybe seeing Mexican opposition, Mexican opposition, and other Central and Caribbean opposition down the road. It, it's a nice carrot to dangle. So. It, you know, Edmonton is, is is obviously in tough against ML, an MLS team, mm-hmm. but I think uh, they've they put all their eggs in this basket. Uh, definitely, by the way, they rested their squad on Saturday. It's really all you need to know. <laughs> all right, last question before I let you go, Stephen. What are the conditions at Clark Stadium for the game? Is it a very hard uh, turf, well, or uh, are there still gridiron lines? Okay, well... It, no, they, they've been painted over because uh, they've been painted over because the CSA doesn't allow them to be on. So the solution is they painted over them. The paint's pretty hard. Um, on Saturday, the field played very hard and very fast because it was snowing and it was freezing out. Okay. It was zero, um, minus one for the Fort Lauderdale game. I mean, the temperature said it was one or two, but with the wind chill, it was well below zero. Um, and there was it, there was some, some snow coming down when uh, they were playing Fort Lauderdale Saturday night. Uh, it's very cold today again, and I think Montreal may have some issues training on it. Uh, uh, they they train later this afternoon on it. Uh, Edmonton trains this uh, earlier in the afternoon. 
Uh, it was uh, there was a little bit of snow on the ground this morning. Uh, tomorrow it's supposed to warm up and be nicer, so seven. But the the change is if you train on the turf because it is an, an an artificial surface, and it's cold out, it plays a lot faster. And you'd be surprised how the condition on artificial turf changes with the weather just by the amount of heat out there. If it's if it's seven or eight degrees, and if it's sunny at kickoff, and remember we're in Edmonton, so it stays light a lot longer in May than it would, let's say, in in Montreal. Uh, you know, it, it, the sun will be up for most of the game. And if the, the sun gets down on that, that field and if it's nice and it's like 7 or 8 degrees tomorrow, it, it will play a lot, little bit slower than it would be when they trained on it uh, today when it's cold and cloudy and a little bit and pretty miserable outside, to tell you the truth. <laughs> wind will be a factor. A lot of times the wind really blows through that stadium and uh, you, you really have to deal with it. I think Montreal is going to be a challenge. I think once Frank Lopez looks at the pitch, he might decide which players are not ever going to see the Clark <laughs> Stadium pitch. Even if they do go down a goal, he might say, look, you guys aren't playing. I need you for MLS. I can't risk you on this turf. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's the most wonderful surface in the world, and it is a little bit dangerous. Players have got hurt on it last year. It is being changed. It's right at the end of its life cycle. It's being changed out as soon as the NASL spring season is over. A new turf is going in for the fall season. So it, it, is, it is a turf that's at the end of its life cycle, and it will be very, very bouncy. Um, and it's going to... I think for Montreal, today's training is critical. I think it's not necessarily as much about X's and O's as it is about just getting used to how that field plays. All right, Steven Sandor, thank you very much for your time. I know you're really busy, and uh, have a great game tomorrow night at Clark Stadium. Yeah, hopefully it's going to be a little bit warmer. <laughs> I really hope so for your sake. <laughs> All right, have a good day. All right, thank you. Four seasons of fun in the Alberta sun, West Edmonton Mall and the great restaurants. Alberta, Canada. Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Isn't that song so great? Isn't it like the best song you've ever heard about a city? Oh, I just love that song. Thank you so much, Google, for letting me find that classic of Edmonton theme song. <laughs> And there's a weird thing about that song. It's like nobody knows where it comes from. It just came out of nowhere. It just appeared on the internets, on the interwebs. And nobody knows where it comes from. And it's fitting. Nobody knows where Edmonton came from either. I know. I'm sorry for all you Edmontonites. Edmontonites? Edmonton people? What do you call somebody from Edmonton? I don't know. I should have asked Jeff uh, Salisbury or uh, Stephen Sandor. who would tell me. Jeff Salisbury, if you're listening, a fellow Chelsea supporter... What do you call somebody from Edmonton? It's a great question I would love to have answer. And I'm counting on you listeners to let me know what a person from Edmonton is called. All right. So we have that game. Montreal versus Edmonton. The first leg Wednesday night. But on top of that, we have as well Vancouver and Toronto. First leg in Toronto at BMO Field. Second leg at uh, BC Place. And if you listen to the Two Solitudes episode yesterday, first of all, go listen to it. A great show we talked about. League One, about OPDL, uh, Alberto Solano press event uh, with Gina Rossi as well. And we talked about um, a little bit about the Voyager's Cup and about how Toronto really wants to do well in uh, the, the Amway Canadian Championship. Uh, the, the higher brass of Toronto really believe that they need to 
to have a bigger brand, to have a bigger visibility with your brand that they belong and deserve to be in CONCACAF and in TCL, you know what? Let them go get them and we'll just beat them in the league. Because to be honest, I really don't want the impact to win the Canadian Championship this week, this year, or this year at least. We want to concentrate and have all our players in the top shape and form and fitness as possible to play in Major League Soccer. Because, yeah, it is the biggest trophy, in my opinion, that it's attainable for Montreal. Yeah, we could win the Canadian Championship, but then it impedes the rest. So, for this year, I want to see if it actually does a difference. If you don't fare well in the Canadian Championship, even lose to Edmonton, I don't care. Even lose two games, don't don't bother. And if you actually listen to Steven Sandor, the pitch conditions at Clark Stadium are really hard with the paint over the lines. It's really dangerous for the players, and it's almost playing on concrete. I know, I'm exaggerating a little. Story of my life. But it's still very hard, and it's going to be dangerous for some players. And don't be surprised if DeVaio, Bernier, Bernardello, Felipe don't play. And hopefully, they won't. That's what I really want to see. So, Vancouver and Toronto. Is it Vancouver's year, or is it Toronto's year? I don't know. I have a feeling Vancouver would really like to uh, play in CONCACAF. They never achieved that goal. They came close twice. And twice, Montreal said no. Once because we let in six. And the other one because we scored six. And Camara scored. You remember last year? Oh, it was so great. That's the thing that got me conflicted. Because I'm like, I don't want to win the Canadian Championship. I want to concentrate on MLS. Then I think back on the night at Frappe last year when Camara scored is header goal at the 87th minute to make it 2-2, to make it Montreal, the Canadian champion. I had goosebumps. I came out of my seat. I started jumping everywhere like crazy. And it was a crazy night. And people, first of all, it was a crazy night. It was my birthday the week before. Let's just say I had a couple beverages that night. And actually a birthday cake. So thanks to Alexandre Daou, who actually made a birthday cake that night. It was a couple people's birthday. It was a great thought. Uh, one of the best cake I've ever had, to be honest. And yeah, it was a great night. So when I think about that night, I had still goosebump and I can only smile. So in a way, I don't want the Montreal Impact to win the Canadian Championship because I want them to fare well in Major League Soccer. But in the other way, I think about that night and I would love it to, re to live it again. So you know what? I don't know. I'm all conflicted now. I started this show by saying, and I started like the last couple of weeks, I've been saying that on all the platforms, on all the shows I'm doing, that I don't want the impact to win. And right now, I'm really conflicted. Talking to all of you, my listeners, I'm like, what? I don't know. It's hard. All right, I don't know. So is it going to be Montreal or Edmonton? Let me know on Twitter, at Off The Woodworks, or my personal Twitter, at Bully54. You can always uh, like, at Two Solitudes as well, and at Five Rings Podcast coming out later today. But for now, it's also listen to the show on iTunes, rate and review, Stitcher Radio as well. And a feed burner everywhere you get your podcast off the works is there until Friday with a review of the Amway Canadian Championship and a preview of Sporting Kansas City's game against the Montreal Impact. I am Kevin Lagamayan. Have a great soccer. Edmonton.